0: Trinidad and Tobago Computer Society Podcast Number 1, July 16, 2005. Trinidad Tobago Society's first podcast. Uh, hopefully, it's the second ever podcast coming from the Caribbean, coming after Georgia Popwell's Caribbean Free Radio. One of the things I do at the Trinidad Tobago Computer Society is we have regular meetings and we talk about various computer related topics, and that's what this podcast is about. With me are, are the various regulars at, at the Pizza Lines uh, David Antaluxing, Anil, Colin, Richard, Paul, Hi. Mike, Nissan. Hey. Okay, well, uh, this week was an eventful week, uh, in Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, Monday, uh, Monday the 11th, uh, there was an explosion on Queen Street and Frederick Street. One, well, well, let's, uh, let's start, start with that. How did people find out about the, about the explosion?
1: Somebody in the office call and said, a bomb just went off in Port of Spain. After that, I more or less, well, I, I went on Trinidadian forums and, if something weird is going on, they usually, somebody will usually post about it, and they will post, and from those posts you can kind of piece together a story of what is going on, and mm-hmm. keep the first, some sort of track as to what is going on.
0: The, one of the first websites I think that broke it was the Trinidad Guardian's website, uh, which the Guardian, like...
1: The Guardian website had it, um, I-95 had it, had a bit of it.
0: Uh, like on their website? Directly? On their website, breaking
1: this kind of thing. Okay. I, think, I think so, um, mm-hmm. I remember going to the website and checking it.
0: Yeah, because there's a lot of, you know, the, the initial thing, whenever there's a, an immediate crisis, there's a lot of confusion. You know, everybody's calling who and saying, hey, you hear about this, so on, so on, and so, and then. so do you want to get official word from something. So it, I don't think the, I think the first thing of that website, again, that uh, broke it was Trinidad Guardian around 3 o'clock. And then I think the Trinidad Express websites also mentioned it. And what they did also, they had a TV6, uh, streaming video clip, uh, from the, uh, from the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Gs, the, but I think also the GSM network, uh, telephone, down. cell, cell phone network, this the was cell phone went,
1: this went down at the wrong that same time and was down for about two hours. After TDMA worked fine, I was able to call Barbados. I was able to call locally, no problem. No more problems than normal. Mm-hmm.
2: But let me ask this though: um, How accurate was the information that was on the scene compared with some of it was some some
1: of it was people on the scene some of it was what people hang on your radio. So like I said, um like I said I'm a mod there, so I kinda like, okay. This is a serious thing? We're gonna keep them, we're gonna throw the trolls off whenever they come on. Information was more or less what people hang because it's just it's not an official resource but it's just like impression very impressionistic. This is what people have heard, this is what people have seen.
3: And that could thing. be very bad because when I I work opposite Reynolds and when I heard that explosion, you mm-hmm. you I heard it from I was on the second floor of my building and I okay. heard it because they're doing work on the building. I thought at first there was something dropped from the top of the building from mm. the wood. But car alarms went off. And then you started hearing the rumors.
0: Ooh, and exactly. then
3: eventually through all the trickling of information you got the word that no, it was just a gap. It was just a canister mm-hmm. um garbage. Uh, a garbage can that exploded and injured some people and no one died but they've caught North Port of Spain. But of course, the word was there was an explosion. And uh, Do not do what I did and just immediately try to leave Port of Because that apparently was the wrong thing to do. I actually checked up the safety tips. What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to actually wait in the building for security to tell you that it's, cre- that it's clear out on the streets to get out onto the streets.
1: Um, actually, you know, that, actually, I have a theory about that. Huh? Um, in some cases, that works. In some cases, actually not listening to what officialdom tells you to do is the right thing to do. Because, I mean, I think they were doing some studies on this. 9 official Officialdom basically said stay in the buildings. And everybody who ignored officialdom and got out of the building however they could, lived. You know?
0: well,
3: that was my perspective. You know, And you don't know what's going on in Portisfield. Yeah. And there was basically no website I could go to. The radios were confused because they were now getting on the scene. Yeah. yeah. The explosion happened at about five past two. I walked into the Octagon Mall to look at the TV to see what was going on at quarter to three. They had no idea what was going on, or they just didn't have a newscast yet.
1: They probably didn't have a newscast yet. What I will say, um, like I said, I I tend to listen to the radio. Like I, I ninety five tends to have a fairly dynamic news. But
0: thing. okay, but
1: I mean, and they they tend they tend to they have they have people on the scene hmm. who also getting there some trouble, by the way. And they had they have people on the scene. Telling you what was going on and talking to, like, the mayor and talking to the fire chief and the police that soon
0: chief. A, that soon after the uh, explosion?
1: Police were on the scene very quickly. Yeah. One thing I will yes, say about I I say say that, 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 police, that. army, and firemen were no, on the scene. Really, what happened. first got
3: us aware that it was not something dropping off the building right. was the amount of, of sirens. sirens that we heard. And then we realized this something really big happened. Yeah. That is why, when, you know, you're hearing, and basically there was a lot of confusion for a little while. And then when you finally did some reports on the radio... People were like, oh, this is what happened. And then everyone caused that big congestion in Portisville. Because
1: everybody basically tried to leave at once. tried to leave at the same time. Um, the congestion we, was we actually b- kind of learned from it, huh? Because yeah. the, when people end up leaving because of Emil, Emily, because they actually opened up the bus route. So, you know, so you can, you can see somewhere in there, there's a process of some sort of analysis going on where they're saying, okay, so, you know, yeah. But, but,
0: uh, you mentioned, uh, Tropical, uh, Emily, and that's what some, that's what uh, also happened this week, uh, Tropical, on Wednesday, Tropical, uh, Trinidad and Tobago was under hurricane watch. And Tobago was under hurricane watch. Tobago was under,
3: Tropical Storm Watch.
1: Tobago was under hurricane warning. We, uh, we were under, uh, hurricane watch Tropical Storm Warning.
0: And, okay, again, to me, the information, um, all right, well, what, what well, okay. What websites were cooking those?
1: That's the way. That, um, that,
4: that people were confused about because yeah. people didn't know who was on the Tropical Storm Watch, Tropical Storm Warning, Hurricane Warning, Hurricane Watch, because mm-hmm. there were a lot of conflicting things what? being said about what, what Trinidad was under.
0: Yeah, because I think what happens, is, unfortunately, it seems to be the only real way to find out is to look at, to go to the National Hurricane Center, and which well, well, is, well, which acts not, like the most authoritative. To... I
1: think, I think part of the problem, hurricanes tend to be very dynamic things, which means that the picture changes every two to three hours. My stop tends to be the National Hurricane Center because, while it doesn't give you the flashiest graphics, that's where everybody else gets their data from, that's where everybody else gets their bulletins from, yeah, but um, on, uh, on Mike, what what website
5: do you normally use to you were tracking uh, the weather? The one I can
2: remember easily
1: was IntelliCast.com, but Intelecast, you will though? Actually,
2: yeah. um,
5: my Most friend at work, Richard, he always uses the the Weather Channel. They have a satellite photo you can watch. So.
1: Weather well, Channel, actually, actually, what I tend to use on this little tie-in, my Firefox extension of the week is. <laughs> Forecast Fox, <laughs> which is ForkastFox.mozdev.org What they basically do is put up a weather summary for your any area, local, regional, or international. So what you basically uh, do, you um, install it. So it can be customized. You okay, customize right? it. Well, actually, I have one customized for Piako, which basically means it gives you the local weather conditions for Trinidad and Tobago. And there's a nice
0: little green oh, button. That's nice. But there's a nice little green button here that you can hold
1: up and you can see a nice little Radar map of the
0: Caribbean area. What program I, I use also? It's something called Megatracker. It's yeah. a Java, it's an open source application, and it's a Java applet, so it's available for you and know got, Linux, Mac, um, do you find that, you just Windows. Google that. You can Google it. I think it's megatracker.sourceforge.net Tracker yeah, net. And yes. uh, like I said, it's a, it's a Java applet available for all Mac OS, Windows, Linux. And what it does, it takes the information from the National Hurricane Center, so it gets the actual latitude and longitude, and so you can see the course of the of Emily, or for, for that matter, past mm-hmm. hurricanes like Dennis. If you wanted to study how Dennis, the, the default is
2: that it comes yeah. up with uh, all the hurricanes that have gone through for that season, and then you have the option of turning off. The yeah, remote say, remote just say,
0: just update remote. on existing storms or show me existing storms only. Yeah.
3: Well, the site I used was Sierra, not all because um, Sierra, Sierra, C-d- C-d-d-r- okay. okay. basically Sierra is the CARICOM current, current, the current regional body in charge of. Um, Managing disasters in the region, they have a link to the National Hurricane Center's um, satellite feed. Well, what they have is they have the sit the situation reports
0: um, that come out of the island. I don't think the, that Sidera.org has the information carried from the what was supposed to be our local uh, disaster management. Was it the Office of Disaster Preparation Preparedness and Preparedness manage- Preparedness and Management ODPM? Um, unfortunately, it's like they, they don't really exist on the internet in a sense. There's no website. So even when they were doing it, they released these bulletins. I think only the cable company was the only one that was scrolling it down on the screen during the regular, um, actually, uh, during the it, night. What
1: was interesting was that the cable company actually took out the um, yeah. lovely column bars that they usually use in place of where yes, TTT used to be and put the weather channel on.
3: Okay, the information flows this. National Hurricane Center. Sends
1: his supplies to China. When
0: you say by the way, when we say National Hurricane Centre, that's not that's not a Trinidad, that's the American. That's not of Center. Miami.
1: It's got, it's basically got responsibility for the Atlantic basin. Yeah. Which is everything from Africa to the Caribbean. From Africa to the equator, going all the way up to I think to about thirty five or forty degrees north. I mean what's cool about it is that they tend to have the warnings even before it's announced on your local press. So if you want to know whether to head out to work or if there's gonna actually be a hurricane warning, you can look at the you can look at the over uh, on seeing, hey, hurricane i am going
0: to walk to it. just well uh one other website that's one other useful local website all well, it hasn't been updated and in fact the official name is a Nema's website the national emergency, emergency. management agency which is no longer in, in existence however their website is still up nema.gov.tt N-E-M-A dot G-O-V dot T-T. and on that site there's a there's the download resources link which when you click on that you would then find out like the list of the hurricane shelters in Trinidad the list is dated 2000 2001, but I believe that that's the same. The list hasn't changed in the past four years. So. Monday, immediately after the explosion. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, GSM
5: went down. GSM
3: went down. Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Tuesday
5: as well. When Wednesday Tuesday was Wednesday, okay. Wednesday
0: Wednesday, okay. Wednesday, there was Wednesday immediately after the officer uh, of the disaster preparation said. You know, go home. home. Those two hours, uh, Prime Minister. Prime Minister
1: Minister told employers, employers, and employees, home, home is coming. All right,
0: which led to a huge gridlock, but uh, but more, uh, but also GSM network went completely down because you just could not make a call, could not even see. Okay, it didn't go
3: down. It was locked up. It was practically impossible to make
0: a call. Because I did receive calls, mm-hmm. but I just could not make any at all. But yeah, I, I do use, I don't use my TDMA is okay because it's less and less people on it. Yeah,
2: unfortunately,
1: TSCD will not will not I renew any, a TDMA. Tool. I know, and that's, that's right. right. Um, although high well, digital. So.
5: Hold on. Well, I have heard that TDMA's what was going to be phased out, but now they're going to extend it because they've just you know seems GSM has become more and more unreliable.
0: Why is it when they do an upgrade, everything becomes more unreliable? Isn't the point of an upgrade? To make things more reliable? But the GSM network, I think, went down on Thursday, and it's for most of Friday. It was down. Because was because Friday, I don't even get any calls on Friday.
1: Even Saturday. No, I think I think, I think Friday, Friday was... Again.
0: What's,
4: yeah. what's the story with SMS? I mean...
1: SMS? It, it the, the server up, goes right? up on... The server goes up on... The server comes up. What? STT actually switched it yeah, well, uh, Completely? They they switched yeah. it off completely? Probably because of the bomb thing. Uh,
5: apparently, they were, according to the news release, well, what they said Basically, that there's some SMS things being bounced back and forth, and it's basically clogging the system, so they switch it off. Something is being bounced back and forth. Where it came from, they didn't say. So
3: So, so what causes a message to bounce you around? What is it? Like some kind of bug that's, uh,
5: they said, basically, they're looking for the root cause analysis business. All right, so
4: so SMS not working. GSM, kind of. (laughs) Smoke signals anybody (laughs) 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 What?
1: I use MSN. I, I, I use chat. Email works. Yeah. E-mail, email works. Yahoo Messenger works, um, Skype Skype works. Skype works. Skype <laughs> works. <laughs> ICQ actually, works.
4: Actually, I spoke to more people on Skype during the bomb the thing. Mm-hmm.
1: True. Uh, oh, you're getting time. people actually joining Skype now? Yeah.
3: yeah oh, seriously? Because people that's what i problem Skype. No one is joining Skype. There's no, like, central directory. Because, you no know, what, you know what MSN Messenger, everybody has an email address. So you always type your email address.
1: No, Skype uses the basic username. Has it actually, has anybody played around with your replacement of the open source version of Skype yet? Because is there, no. there isn't. Yeah, one? because Michael Robertson was talking well,
4: about it. Well, there's the, there. a, there's one that uses Michael the Robert- Skype protocol.
1: No,
0: there's, they- hold on, but that's not open source. It's, uh, no, no,
1: actually it is open source. Michael Robertson was actually talking about, because, I mean, there are some issues with Skype, mostly because, um, shaman networks run it and they've had some issues with shaman
0: in the past. So they're looking but for don't don't alternatives. No. I don't think it's Skype. I, I, I think, I think it uh, use the, Skype the project you're referring to is the Giz. Gizmo project Gizmo, yeah right. But I don't think it's open source It's free But it's not a, I mean it, it, What they say They use open source protocol Like Zip yeah. And so forth But I don't think It's, it's an open source product In that The source code is not, available not,
1: Probably
0: not yet well, That kind of stuff it's, it's a free program It's not an open source program it's
1: open source yet okay. No nice
4: Skype Is Skype out they, they have the Skype out and Skype in. Right, which gives you uh, the Skype, ability to use. Skype out is nice because Skype What out, Skype out? Skype out is basically uh, calls to a normal phone line. Okay. Or Yeah, online. So you're by free. Meaning you're yeah. going from a computer yeah. to a
1: regular <coughs> yeah. yeah, so uh-huh. from your
4: Skype account to a regular
5: phone. Let's just uh, touch briefly about what Skype is about.
4: Skype is a... Voice over IP. Voice over okay. IP. Software. In,
2: in English, it's a piece of software that you download onto your computer. Right. And using the microphone attached to your computer and the speakers. Right. You can talk to
5: people. Right. And no, it's very. How I understand it. If if two people on two computers in the world, they both talk for free. Right. Yes. Yes. If you, but you can also call a landline, in, say another country. Yes. But you have to pay for that. Yes. Okay.
4: But they they have like very I think they have the cheapest rates of any points. So it's like NetPhone. NetPhone is not another, another. Yeah.
5: Uh, another quick thing: what what does Skype run on? I think Skype Linux runs on
4: Linux, Mac, uh, Windows.
5: Even on a PDA oh, or?
4: Yeah, it runs on a PDA, or on a Wow, pocket so PC It's very good. But do um, you need do you need yeah.
0: broadband for Skype too?
4: No, you could do it over.
0: Regular... Di- di- regular modem. is a problem
3: with satellite connections so like if you were green dot do Well, yeah. Well, well I, satellite...
4: Satellite on average is not very good for voice-over IP because of the latency.
3: Once the internet doesn't go down, basically, this is a 24-hour...
4: Yeah, well, I mean, Skype b- makes it clear this is not a replacement for your landline. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is voice-over IP. It has its problems. If you have an emergency, we can't help you, which is the general thing for voice-over IP, these days. I mean, you don't call police, ambulance, whatever, they'll rely on it. Voice over IP, is it, I mean, Skype is pretty good, I use it a lot, talk to people, mm-hmm. I mean, it I work on software projects with people in other countries, is the easiest thing to use
3: mm-hmm.
4: when you're doing something like that.
2: Does, does it support video? No. Yes,
4: there is a plugin for video.
2: Oh, okay. But you read, you need really good... Uh, yeah, you
4: need bad video. <clears throat> I haven't tried it yet, so I don't know. But there's a plugin for video. So the irony is was that Apple's had um, iChat with yeah.
2: audio
0: for the longest time, and uh, I ended up using Skype before I <laughs> used you know, iChat. But iChat was only for Mac only, was it? it wasn't That's right, it. it still is only for Mac. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is that
2: it was
4: free? free? Yes, it comes, it comes, from from it comes with the OS. Okay. Yes. You see, all sorts of cool stuff comes <laughs> with the OS. <US. laughs> <laughs> we, we, we get solitaire. You know you
5: know, I mean, And you'll it's, like it. It's like,
4: twin. not fair? <laughs> they get garage, but <laughs> oh, we get? <laughs> But
0: the, yeah, but the reality of the yeah. situation is that when when the new competitors come in, be it La- uh, Lactel and GSL <coughs> people aren't going to care about the technology of the phones. You know, GSM, well, yeah, CDMA. Um, until,
4: uh, I mean, they, um, they're just interested
0: they uh, in just, hey, I want to have a phone. I want to make a call. Does it go through? Yeah, but until
1: the Does point where you go, you go couple, to the There's actually one more thing they are to be interested. Can I make a call? Will it go through? I'm not helping the STT. That's out I'm good. And more importantly, what's the interconnection
2: like? How, how are they all going to talk to each other? The GSMs will talk. How do you know? Um, yeah, but
4: how, for how much they're going to talk? <laughs> you see, and part? that is where I oh, yes, feel TSCT
1: will stick or again. TSCT will stick again, which means what's going to happen is that you're yeah, going to have connection. guys with three cell phones on their bodies, one for TSCT calls. But yeah, one the stat, it doesn't make sense
3: for Digicel and that to to come on the market. I just over cell phones that call to each other's cell phones. No. They need that interconnection agreement. They need
1: that interconnection agreement. And huh. in Jamaica when they had the whole bunch of competing cell sites was that you had guys walking around with two and three cell phones. It
3: happened in
1: Barbados as well. It happened in Barbados as well. I think what happened in okay, well now I can take my TSTT, TDMA, call people in Barbados with GSM, phone call probably goes through twice out of every three times. You know, there's usually a the time when the phone call doesn't go through for whatever reason. But quality is good, and the service talks to each other, and the hit on my bill isn't that fast. Nice. I don't know if that's going to change, but at least for now it works.
3: And at the end of the day, all the consumer says, all I want to be able to do is, is make, make a call. phone call without having it dropped. Without actually be able to make the connection, hear the other person on the other side, hear, you know, let the other person At a reasonable, me. at
1: a competitive rate. Don't forget that. Actually, right now, I don't
3: think people I think care. People would why would you keep a PDMA phone if you, you cared about word. the price? Can we move on to that topic? Or we've not reached that topic yet? Why not? Yeah, why not? <coughs>
1: okay. Yeah. Fishing? I mean, me like all the people? things that... that Can, t- tell me you me. want to spell that. P-H. P as in Patricia. <laughs> some P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G.
0: Well, what is it phishing.
3: Basically, phishing occurs when you get an email. It looks like it's from a friend, but rarely it's from some website or somebody else who you don't know at all. And they're telling you, hey, look at this cool thing. Or sometimes it would say, you know, if you, you need do, to change your information. Yeah, right? you need to change your information at this site and it'll give you a link and you would actually click on the link and it'll ask you for your username and password to some service. Sometimes it's hotmail. Sometimes it might be something more secure. Um, like in the States, sometimes they go for bank accounts. So it's identity theft. It's identity yeah, yeah. theft yeah. in yeah. the words. Yeah. The it, the, word, the ones that affect Trinidad the most right now are SMS and high five. What they do? is that you get his email. If you, It looks like it comes from one of your friends. It, once it you usually see, it, does come from one of your friends who... Yeah, and actually it does come from one of your friends. But, but because,
1: because, because what happens, I mean, it's, it's like, just like the old nasty pyramid thing where, it pulls your, all your contact information. Yeah, so like,
3: it doesn't, they don't give you, um you don't give them, when you sign up for this thing, um you don't realize you're giving them access to your whole address book. But it goes and it accesses it. It goes, and,
1: and, and unless you explicitly deselect every single one of the addresses that your friends think, this drafted SMSAC invitation will end up in their mailboxes.
5: Good okay, question. What, what, what is this? Is this a virus? Is this it's a, not a virus, it? it's, it's not a virus. Person? It's not a virus. It's, social, engine. it's, social it's kind engineering.
3: It's, it's kinda social engineering. But when I look at it, I look at it from the security aspect. If you've tricked me and you've gotten my username and password. Okay, you, may give one you one me give you an example. right now. But okay, suppose, let me give you an example. For example, PayPal,
1: service at paypal.com. Hey, we literally like somebody's been trying to screw with your account. You need to go in and change your username and password. Click here. Click here. Click here. Looks like PayPal. Now, the only reason you know it's not from PayPal is because dumb robots send it to an email list, as opposed to an individual email address, and they, and they don't know. You look authentic, but, you know, you don't want to actually, do that. You, you have, like I've seen ones of the OEM software yeah. that look just like the page but on Amazon. If you Facebook. go to Wikipedia, com, and you look up Fishing and Wikipedia, yeah. they
3: actually have samples that... Um, uh, that
5: um, yeah. what, what's Wikipedia's website, right? Wikipedia.com uh,
3: Wikipedia. oh. Yeah. Um, I sent an email to the TTCS mailing list which explains what phishing is and gives some links to um, sites like Wikipedia which has their phishing definition and there's this group called antiphishing.org and they also have a link there to, to a list of the scams that have been reported. So you can always, if you have something that seems a little suspicious, yeah.
1: paper. I mean, like you look at the papers, the yeah. emails, the TSTTs... I've seen. I've seen a couple of TSTs. Okay. Well, I guess it's it's getting local now. So no, I've yeah, seen. Okay, I've so seen, seen the, a couple of things from T S T Which is usually oh. some Yahoo trying to get. Email and password, so you can get free internet access. Now, I've I've seen one where they've where guys on the, the SL have actually.
3: DSTI still have that
1: problem. Oh, where but local guys put yeah. put, their, put their emails on. I haven't no, seen well, them in a while. but
3: No, well, when when you um, I remember there was this big problem. Like when you have timed accounts, mm-hmm. you have username and password, and sometimes someone takes that password from your machine mm-hmm. and they use it and they run up your bill, thousands and thousands of dollars. I think they still have that problem. And they yeah, still have that problem. Have a problem. At, when, at the end of the day, you know, all T S T has to do is trace what number calls. So
4: yeah. but somebody was prosecuted for that, wasn't? It? What? Uh, some uh, somebody was caught stealing. Yeah, a
3: TSCT post- employee post- was actually was okay. actually uh, carried um, to court because they they, they they took a, a username and password of a TSCT yeah. okay. internet user and a username for their own purposes.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, actually, w- actually, what they hope to do is get like one of the three, the three gallons for six hundred and ninety dollars and run up back, unlimited. that unlimited. That's the holy. That's literally the holy grail. Yeah, yeah, that's one. But the thing is, when what happens when
3: you have a time account, like a twenty-hour account? Yeah, and it does. And they run up thousands of hours and you get billed. How much it is? Fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah.
5: something. you yeah. mean TSA doesn't cut you off when you go? Yeah. Over? No, 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 they, no, they
4: keep they <laughs>
3: keep. <laughs> so it's literally like one month of this abuse before you realize what's going on. And I mean, then TSC says they know that they no, have to no, pay the bill and they'll investigate. No, the thing
4: is, there's no, the TSC has no system to trigger a flag as to say, if this user... is dying
1: from no. a different... No, car- no, car- no, no, okay, so no. If, if okay, let, an, like, let, me so let, me give, let me give an example. No, let me give you an example.
4: Let me give an uh-huh. example. Mm-hmm. They, they don't really flag that.
1: If Carblink... Finds any situation where someone with your username and password dial in from more than one location, more than let's say three times in half hour, your account is automatically suspended. Nothing like that, I think, exists with T. But
0: uh, actually, there recently uh, I think there was a newspaper article about T. S. T. T. Under attack, and basically it goes the story goes on the Trinidad Express website, which goes on to say that a lot of email. Basically, it's a uh, I believe it's a can't remember what what worm it is, but it's asking for your account has been suspended for security reasons. Please open this attack. Attachment. Apparently, lots of people open the attachment. They get infected, create a backdoor to their system, and that backdoor then is used to then send all emails. To, yeah. yeah. Now, this okay. is, of course
2: is only for Windows.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it's yes. for yes. Windows, yes. Yes. Uh, okay. In the grand
3: <laughs> scheme of things,
1: I don't think. In the grand scheme of things, what <laughs> you need to do. Yeah. There's there are, there are packages that will audit your
0: system mm-hmm. and read but,
1: them. And, and but I and think
0: I, I think a more fundamental thing though, is this though. Alright, the, uh, there are dangerous, um, there are dangerous, what are they called, what I can support, they're called dangerous email attachments. EXEs. EXEs, PIM, Yeah, VBS. Right. No. COM. Does no. SCR. Does anybody SCR. who has a TSTT account, do, aren't these attachments blocked by default? No. Or not? No. <laughs> no. They have no
4: filtering for that. You know. Not at all? No. No. There's no email um, what you there. do But there.
3: Then, from okay. the perspective of uh freedom of speech, they could consider that censorship and no, no, no. No, 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 no I mean, if you are ISP,
4: to. right certain ISPs will tell you we do not allow these zip. attachments No as a consumer, you could say, "Well, I can't go with them because yeah, so you have your choice. You have your choice. It's not like they they imposing this on you. This is these are their terms of service. If you don't like the terms of service that they providing, yeah,
3: but then yes, if you choose, to be the okay, we will have no restrictions unless you want, and you let you decide. No, that's not true. Well,
4: that's
2: not true. They what, have, about, they, what about what firewall? They the you yeah. that that yeah. doesn't allow mm-hmm.
1: anything through true. by default.
2: But I mean, uh, I know that. Lisa Communications, Ray, they had an interesting way of getting around the, the whole virus. thing. They would limit the number of people that you could send a single email to to three. That's so true. you can only send a. But that's kind of a people. that's
0: kind of kind of a small number though. It, it is, is, but it because works for them. Okay, um, okay, let
2: me give you an example. But um, hold on,
1: hold but on. TST, yeah. TST has that kind of limit too, because I know.
0: You no, know, hold on, but these types of uh, worms, what they do, they, they have its own email engine. It does not use the ISP's uh, email server. Yeah. No, like so what happens SMTP is that server. it uses it, the, the the Windows zombie fine machines. It it has its own SMTP engine, email okay. engine, and from that directly so from from that machine. Right.
3: <laughs> okay, this is how it happens because my brother actually made the mistake of infecting the Windows machine at home. Your ISP can monitor the number of connections, simultaneous connections you have to the internet. So when I was having very slow internet of using his PC when my laptop was down, I called my the um, the ISP, and it's like, well, you know, you have nine hundred and something connections. To the internet. I was like, don't you know we're supposed to have five or six? I was like, uh, no, I told him I had five or six when like, you're not supposed to have that many. So like, what's happening? is like, oh, well, we might have a virus or some sort. I don't, you know, you do a scan, you do a spyware scan, you do an antivirus scan, and you find whatever email worm is inside of it. So your ISP can't tell that you're zombified because they will notice an extremely high number of connections to the internet, yeah, which is clogging up have your a bunch of ports. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: of to, course. To no, certain device. ISPs in other countries will just block you automatically when they see a zombiefied. I tell you. No, your machine's not coming back and it's not working today. But it, it
4: there's no, a lot of a, say, listen, you cannot send these types of attachments. No zip files, yeah. no executable files. And that is their thing. And the thing
1: is, And for I them, mean, it makes sense because I, makes I know, I know, I know, like for a lot of the bigger American companies, they, they don't not send in no set of their email files over the network. What they will do, they'll put the file up on a web server software and give it a try. Doesn't the matter. URL. But I
0: mean, you, you, you normally don't put executables. I mean, I think that the story, the, yeah. I think the moral of the story now.
1: Don't and, open attachments. Well, that, but what? I mean,
0: you don't send, the, first of all, you don't send any sort of executable attachments, you know, the com, exe, back. An excel file could e- be an executable you know, attachment saying, if you do it right. This should, it should never be a reason to do it. Never should so, Okay,
2: so right now we, we've discovered that all of our phones have bars. Okay, let's have a time
5: check. 5pm, Saturday, 24-7. <laughs> none of the
1: cell phones are working. <laughs> oh, speak for yourself. TDMA.
5: Oh,
4: sorry, TDMA phone. Okay,
3: okay, bar. okay. Right. GSM okay. phones. Oh, GSM. I have, I have. Mine is saying TSCT. So I guess I'm back on in that. No, my my thing is as well,
2: but I can't I couldn't get any calls out.
0: you, to do So try try calling. Someone. Try calling. I try calling each other.
5: <laughs> so we're experimenting here to see if GSM calls go. And Mike is giving himself a call
1: from his phone. No. Yeah, you're
5: I, I would be glad. You wanna no you wanna
3: no. put no. in no. put a very speaker. You know,
5: if you're hearing a know. noise. Is it ringing. It's <sighs> ringing at all. Oh, it's just stop.
2: You wanna me to call you Mike? It just
0: completely <sighs> died. Weird. It.
2: I just called my number and somebody <sighs> else <I think>. answered. <laughs> Yeah, are kidding! I'm holding my phone <laughs> here. I just called that number from your phone, and I'm holding. I'm gonna call you, to Mike. Here. I'm gonna
5: call you. I got no nice. service.
2: I'm sure when you put in my number. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right, CDMA guy. All okay. right. Okay. Okay. okay that's cool. So if you're listening on the podcast, that, that uh, okay. noise is mm. all our
3: cell phones trying to find nope. the network. Nope. Zero. Okay. Zero. Zero. So we can switch <laughs> the phone. GSM yeah. is down again. <laughs> so have we really gotten so dependent on our cell phones that we missed them? Well, not really, no. you
4: know. But, I mean, I see people with like cell phones permanently attached to their head. Uh, that is not...
5: No, that's just the airpiece. No.
4: <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. They're always yeah. on it. Now, nah, I wonder actually. how
5: those people are surviving with no GSM.
4: problem with cell phones is people, for some reason, believe that because I have a cell phone, that must I must be accessible all the time. That's true. You know, somebody calls, but you have a cell phone? Why would you answer your cell phone? I don't want to. <laughs> I mean,
3: it, no. I know. I know people like that. They turn their cell I, phone I, I it off it when off they want to be No,
4: I take
1: it off when I'm problem.
4: Yeah, I take it off a, a lot of times. And, and you know, I the cell phone is. I see it for my convenience, mm. not for anybody else. It's something convenient for my use. Mm. I mean, if somebody call me and they can't get through, I have voicemail. You know, leave a message. I will call you back. If I didn't have a cell phone, well, what you want to do? call home and then wait until I get home too. so I mean but, and I have
2: email. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about fashion accessories. I, mm-hmm. I, I want someone to invent a phone that mm-hmm. not necessarily looks good but it's small enough to fit on your wrist and has uh, Bluetooth earpiece. No, so. you know and what you know what you know what, you know what amazes me, the Bluetooth guys. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah you know you get you get the guys with the Bluetooth <laughs> and, No, no, not your the Bluetooth. A, no, I'm not talking about the, those I'm talking about people uh-huh. who walk. Down the street, yeah, they look like they've yep, been
0: assimilated. Yep, yep, yep. They look like bog. Yeah, they've been assimilated. <laughs>
4: no, it's when you look at them from the side where they don't have it, yeah. and they look—they look, they look like they're they talking, talking to, they talk on to on the
0: the the themselves. Yeah, I
3: mean, I but how make, convenient is it to have this thing on your ear? Because I'm
1: thinking, okay, so it's, no, it's convenient for people who need a hand but then again, they do, they've done that. But in does offices. it
3: obstruct you hearing
1: your environment around you? It does. You? To some extent, because... So you shouldn't wear it when driving, them. Actually, I think it was it's a... St- better to, actually, it's better to wear it yes. when driving. Well, actually,
0: it. that's not true. I think I just read somewhere. I can't remember the URL right now, but it was a report published that says that even with with, with those hands-free accessories... It still distracts
1: you from driving. It the, still distracts you from, from driving. Which is why, like, they say you shouldn't really drive with headphones on.
2: Well, you know, the thing is, guys... <laughs> If you've got a a, a proper handset device uh, or hands-free device in the car, it's pretty much the same as talking to somebody who's in the car. No,
1: I agree with you, but... Certainly.
3: That's the thing. If you're going to have to have the audio, let the audio come through something like your radio. Like, oh, you know, you can okay, I iPod up and you have your radio streaming your music. If you're in a car with your windows up, you can't hear them audibly and
0: you can't speak back audibly. But I, I don't know, but I, I, but I, I can see why uh, using battery cell battery. phones when driving is a, is a bad thing. Because actually, I have sometimes realized you this, uh, what you, 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 you really distracted. It. And it's like only when you hang up the call, you really can't remember what, how, when we're driving and, and so on. You, just, you, do, you lose sense of your surroundings, I think, a little bit easily. We would like to think we could all I mean mean, driving
3: At the end of the day Is something that requires Your full attention Anyway This is our first podcast We're doing it with some What is 20 year old Radio shop parts (laughs) According to Mike (laughs) Um if you want to see more of this stuff, <laughs> and you want to hear quality stuff, you know these these are things we need. We need stuff with Mike, What do you need for the equipment? So? No, so we need, need i like,
5: so iMax Equality. for everybody.
1: We need Max for everybody. Okay. <laughs> 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 we need G
5: five. <laughs> we like need We need iPods. Yeah. iPods. iPods. Yeah. <laughs> I can do it all day. Well, shit, I can do. I can do it all iPods.
1: Uh, I, I, I
3: actually have an idea There's a device I've been looking at I don't know if anyone is ever to at that You know the Palm Life Drive The one with yes. the 5 gigabyte heart It actually has a recording device in it So I was actually yeah. looking at pulling that down um, Bringing one of those down Just to test the quality of audio recording for it. I
1: mean, So you could
3: actually move around And have Rather than we have to yeah, stay goodness. in this room yeah.
1: yeah, you have interviews and stuff. Yes. Right? So, you know. so, well, that's the thing. I mean, you, the small flash-based things with the, like about a one gig. Very good for recording your stuff and sending it in. So quality yeah. won't be great.
2: you yeah. know If you're just doing a talk. Well, if you're I mean, I mean, doing like a one, one gigabyte, you can record more than 70-something minutes of CD-quality audio because a CD is... Oh, we're not doing CD-quality. I, mean,
1: I mean, if it's a mini-voice podcast, you're not going to be doing CD-quality. You're going to be doing 64K or 8 mm-hmm. k Probably 64K. All right. Well, mm-hmm.
2: since, since Nissan asked, what what we're actually using is... Uh, he said, microphones that are about 20 years old and bought from Radio Shack a long time ago We're using... They look new, though. I'll give them that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, there's also a, a, an Apple PowerBook, and because the Apple PowerBook can't take microphones directly, we're using a Griffin iMic adapter with a cable that I had to custom make because the iMic adapter, adapter is... Um, That's ...strange it. things when it's, um, it's recording. No, actually, what's happening is it, it's feeding power into the microphones oh, okay, okay. and these microphones don't like having power fed into them so I had to put two capacitors in the line uh, to, 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 take, out, to yeah. take out the DC controller okay, cool. uh, so that's what that weird little lump on the cable is Okay, so see, you can see this is a pretty homebrew kind of podcast yeah. and we've we've ordered some equipment yeah. ideally what we would love to get is um, <laughs> some sort of audio device that would uh, allow us to have one microphone for each person and record yeah. separate for each person
0: okay well, i yet, we have yet to TTCSweb.org, it's still hand-coded, and, uh, what I'm planning to look at in the future is probably move this to something called, uh, user content management system called WordPress. Uh, hopefully you'll see something of that very, very soon. Well, it's about coming up, when wanted us to tie up, tie up this podcast, but before we respond to this, go on and ask everybody what they want to have any, any particular topic, website, okay. thing they want to promote, so, for myself, uh, let me just say that the TTCS OSS Win CD, this is our CD of open source software for Windows. It's, it's pretty, pretty much complete. Uh, we probably will d- dedicate some more time to talking about it for next week, next podcast. And it has a, what I hope to, uh, what I think is a good interface and it's well easy to use for, and it's good, great for anybody, anybody interested in
1: good stuff, free stuff and stuff that you can share with your friends. Legally. There you go. Legally.
0: Legally.
4: Legally. I just like to encourage people to use yeah. Firefox and um, Thunderbird. Firefox is most of us. Nice, fast, standards compliant, um, open source web browser. It's Very, very good to use. Um, very extensible. And, uh, it's not tied to your operating system. So no nasty little catches there. No and registry.
1: No registry. DLL. Stuff,
4: that type of thing. You can use it basically with a lot of extensions, so it's very extensible. Tab browsing. Ta- yes, tab browsing, which, you know. Oh, I I see a lot of people starting to come with tab browsing. I won't call myself fame. But <laughs> uh, we won't worry about that. Next up is uh, Thunderbird. Uh, Thunderbird is the email client. What's very nice about Thunderbird is um, it has built-in RSS reader, so you can see your RSS in your email client. Uh, again, open source Again, extendable And, so, you know Th-
2: Thunderbird is, is an Outlook replacement Yes, And Firefox yes. is, an, is an Internet Explorer right. right And
4: uh, if you want calendaring And that type of thing There's a Sunbeard coming out Which would give you calendaring So it's very All good stuff All good stuff And
0: yeah. you can find this at
4: www.mozilla.org
0: Okay,
1: um, my pimps Muff <laughs> Simple little Internet Explorer type thingy What it does is it basically takes Web pages that you look at in Firefox and saves them in the MAF format. What it, what that means is that you can actually read them in Internet Explorer. It's a nice little hack, but it gives you complete web pages formatted the way that the creator of the webpage meant them to be that you can look at offline. Is this also
3: a Firefox extension?
1: It's a Firefox extension. And it's local. And and it's local. local. Christopher Uh, Utley, serious coder, great guy, Mm -hmm. great code. I use it every day. The local websites again, ttlog.org, the Guyana Linux users group doing great stuff down in Guyana, very open source, very pro-free software, very pro-open source and doing great work with resources. Finally, Ubuntu, if you just want a good free operating system that's not going to give you a lot of beans. And with that, I go across the board. All right.
5: Um, well, I just want to bring, bring your attention to a few local websites that uh, we've seen uh, pop up recently. Um, uh, <laughs> they're breaking out. But, uh, you know, these are some local websites. One of them, consumerrights.com. Rights as in writing. Brilliant. C-O-N-S-U-M-E-R. W-R-I-T-E-S dot com. Okay, this website, uh, talks about, is somebody's blog about what he dislikes about products in Trinidad and consumer services. He, uh, you know, he, it's a bit of a rant, but, uh, he's, I guess he's trying to, he's seeing some things and he wants to see corrected and so, you know, it's, some of it is I find...
1: And the internet gives you a voice to do that. It gives you a voice to
5: the next website I've seen is, uh, TrinidadMurders.org. Now, <laughs> now, this website, um, you know, uh, not, not, not much to say, not much, you can tell what it's about.
1: Pretty gruesome stuff. No,
5: yeah, well, it's not gru well, I don't know if it's gruesome, but of course it is talking about the it's situation here in it Trinidad. Probably,
1: it's a lobbying effort in uh, getting government to deal seriously with the crime. Problem. Yeah, you know, this is somebody
5: trying to do something. What? However small, I, I don't yeah. know, whatever. Somebody
1: trying to do something, is grateful, we should support it. Another
5: website news.co.tt. This is actually from the same guy, I think, who does consumerrights.com. Same style of website. Uh, this is the person's news takes on Trinidad events. The bo- you know the the bombing we were talking about earlier, the storm, etc., etc. You what? can also submit your own story. Oh, you can submit your own story. So it's a, more like a blog than a, a legitimate news site. You know, I guess
1: it's an effort.
5: You know, the person's it's trying. News. You mean it it's, not necessarily news. it's
1: news. You do not necessarily agree with what the guy says, but you. Supports his right to
5: see it, and you can post your own comments if you really disagree on it. So, so that's that's my that's my rants. This is my picks for this week. Go check them out.
2: Okay, I'm going to be um, doing a plug for TonyDesktops.com. That's a website that has uh, wallpaper-sized images. Of Trinidad and Tobago, and uh, yes, it's my site, and a couple of the friends have contributed quite a lot of photos to it. And it started out of um, me searching Google to find out whether there were any um, pictures of Trinidad and Tobago which are big enough for use as, a, as wallpaper, and then discovering that there were none. So I decided to do something about it, and I started TrinnyDesktops.com, and um, got a few friends to, to contribute, and um, go check it out. I've already got lots of good feedback about it, and, one, and a few uh, requests for other photographs, which eventually I'll get to. I have to admit, it hasn't been updated as often as it should be, but um, at least somebody is taking pictures of, of Trinidad, and at least hopefully producing a nicer view of, the, of, of Trinidad. Uh, the other thing I want to um suggest to the Mac users out there is neo office so so that you don't have to go out and pay Microsoft lots of money for um my, from Microsoft Office, because as most Mac users know, your Macs don't come with Office like it does with many um, many PC manufacturers who sell their their products. Uh, Neo Office is free. It takes a while to download because it's kind of a big file. But if you've got somebody who's got broadband, the website is www.neooffice.com. That's neooffic dot org, and um, it allows you to open, edit, and save in all of Microsoft's formats as well as its own format. It was born out of the um, open OpenOffice movement. Uh OpenOffice is also available for people with, with uh Windows and Linux. But NeoOffice is basically for the Macs. And it's quite nice. I've used it and uh, edited files and sent them back to Windows users and they had no idea that it wasn't those files weren't edited in um, a Microsoft program, so those are my two contributions. Sam, my exten- my first
3: thing would be um, a Firefox extension, and that's another cool feature with my, uh, Firefox. are yeah, a lot of extensions for it. Uh, the extension is called Just Blog It. It's available at blog.warmbrain.com. Um, yes, that is Warm Brain. Yeah, but it's actually a very cool uh, extension. Um, I'm browsing web pages. And usually I would find a very cool one, and I would right-click and just click Just Blog It, and it would just uh, take my description of the website and upload it to my blog, which is at readytech, redditech.com slash blog, redditech, R-E-D-D-I-T-E-C-H.com. It's very cool in the sense that it works with several different blogging softwares, including WordPress, which Dev mentioned, um, as well as Blogger, eBlogger, I think it's the other one. And it's a, just a very cool extension. I'm a Linux guy, so I have to mention my, my preferred Linux issue, which is simply Mepis. Um, I think the website is simply Mepis.org. Mepis.org? Uh, Mepis.org.
5: Mepis. Um, right. How do you spell Mepis? M E P. I S.
3: And it's a very simple bootable CD. You can boot from it. You can boot up your machine with it and try it out. And then if you choose, it's a very simple install to install it to your computer. Uh, and it's a, it includes a lot of applications that you would normally I find, pay for. You would normally pay for, yeah. Um, and they're all free and open source. And one last thing would be... Not everything
1: Not everything is, op- is free, is open source.
3: Oh, yes, that's true, because they have actually made agreements with um, with people like Macromedia and Adobe to include their software inside of there. So, you so to get not everything is open source, but once you get the CD, the CD is free. Um, yeah. Is this
1: based on... It's Debian-based. It's a Debian-based issue. It's Debian-based. It's a guy who's basically tweaked yeah. a lot of Debian. I mean, he is very much a user interface guy, user-friendly mm-hmm. guy, so he's looking for... Was like everybody else, looking for an operating system Just, that yeah. did it for him. To, to me, it's deepest? on par
3: with Nopix in terms of introducing a yeah. to a Linux desktop.
1: I mean, um, it's, it's great. I mean, I put it on my laptop, and pretty I'm going to blow my teeth off.
3: <laughs> Just um, it. And one last thing is, um, for those of us who are fed up of Adobe Reader being so slow to load, I found this nice little thing called Foxit Reader. Uh, I don't have a website, but I'll try and find it. It? Foxit.com. Right? Foxit, it's foxit Tools <laughs> I think. That's F-O-X-I-T, by the way. It's very fast loading. The only thing I'm not sure if it does is if you have Adobe protected, uh, like digital DRM protected uh, foxit media. FoxitSoftware.com. Fox, yes, FoxitSoftware.com, um, F-O-X-I-T-Software.com. Mm-hmm. Um the only thing is I'm not sure if it works with uh, with digital rights management software.
1: Okay. Um I'm holding up some protected documents on it. And what it will say is that this document is protected, you can't print with it. Okay. So in certain ways this comes up. I don't know about the password protection, okay. but like so in certain in certain protected documents, like if yeah. the document is protected that you can't print with it. Yeah. So it comes uh, up in Foxit. Foxy readers for Windows, by the way. Uh, what's nice about it is that yeah. you can store it on a USB drive and uh,
2: right users are fine because they've got Preview, which comes with the OS and reads
1: PDF. That's thing. Windows no, users are fine too because they have XPDF. PDF, which <laughs> does the same thing. <laughs> you, know? you know. And Linux users got OpenOffice, which saves the PDF and does all that exactly. wonderful exactly. stuff. It's Windows users, one tool, one job. So, so I think uh, yeah, that's that's everything
5: up now. I think that's it. We're all that's, that's pretty much more or, or less <laughs> flagging. <and laughs> end of now. our first podcast.
0: Yep, okay. Now it's on for the depth Well, uh, Thanks for listening to us for listening to us. Our website is www.ttcsweb.org t-t-l-g. org, Com. ttlg.org,
1: readytech.org.com, readytech.com, treestuff.com. We've got lots of websites. we will probably put up a quite lots of people some we will put up some notes that, we'll discuss in some more detail what we've spoken about here today, and until the next time, we hear from you